The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, Cowboys Nation? And welcome to another episode of the Can Fan Podcast. The Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. I'm going unscripted on this one. I'm just trying to free ball through this. So on this episode, we talk about how the Cowboys kind of came up and everyone's saying it, shot blanks at the trade deadline this year. I guess that's pretty typical. This is what I'm finding out as a bandwagon boy in my second year of fandom with the Cowboys. Uh, But our our host, our gem, Tony B, who's been uh, a Cowboys fan for... Oh, nearly two decades now tells me this is is uh, what's to be expected. So we we definitely chat about that. We also talk about Micah Parsons. Is he a D lineman? Is he a, a linebacker? Where would you play him at? Um, and are the Cowboys utilizing him? I mean, he's had an outstanding season so far. Is are they utilizing him in the best way possible? That's kind of or are they already doing that? So we break that down. That wasn't confusing enough. And a bunch of other things. We are also joined by our amazing uh, uh, live chat on both um, YouTube and TikTok. And you can go and find us on YouTube every Wednesday uh, at 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, and every Dallas Cowboys uh, live um, game. Of course, they're playing live, and we live stream those games. That's at uh, youtube.com slash Cowboys Can Fan Podcast. Also on TikTok at Cowboys Can Fan. And that's also our handle for both Twitter, Instagram. I already said TikTok anywhere online. If you just basically search Cowboys Can Fan in the app or on YouTube, we'll pop up. Uh, follow us, like, subscribe, all that jazz. This Sunday, we're going to be streaming the. Uh, who is it? The Vikings versus the Commanders. So come join us for that. We're going to actually be heading down to the Vikings game um, on Sunday, the 20th of November. And then we are going to be uh, road tripping down to da- Dallas on the 24th for the Thanksgiving. It's a tradition of ours, as is Thanksgiving in the United States and Canada. Although we have ours on a different date. Um, already passed and we are going to be meeting up with some of our uh, uh, friends and family members that we've met over uh, just doing our podcast online and so very excited for that Uh, like I said make sure you follow us on those social medias and also a big shout out to the grid network and to the landryhat.com the official home of the Dallas of of the Cowboys can fan podcast Wish it was the Dallas Can Fan Podcast, maybe one day. All right. Thank you, and uh, crack him if you got him, son. Oh, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> AT&T Stadium? No way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we, just, yeah. we got lost in, in uh, Ant's trance there. He's coming in and out of reality. <laughs>
I like it. I like that he's lost in reality. It's not bad. This is the the old video version of the podcast. Um, thank you for joining us on the video side of things. And also, if you're listening to this on audio. Uh, but you guys should both cross. I guess there's no point to go from video to audio. Once you hit video, that's that's the that's the ultima. ultima Sorry, guys. I was getting a crazy you. echo in my in my headphone, so I had to ditch them. What is going on? <laughs> I thought something was wrong, dude. Hey, crack them if you got them. Live from AT and T Stadium, baby. Can you believe it? How much do you have to pay for those tickets? I snuck in by week. They really don't guard the place. I just snuck right on in. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. What's day. going on, fellas? How's it going? Bye week coming up. How are you guys doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, Late cast for I, us tonight. I, fe- I feel like I have a kind of hangover just from that uh, wild um, trade deadline yesterday. Oh, man. Okay, so I know we're going to hop into it, but I got to say that I was sitting there at work yesterday right before 1 p.m. It was 1 p.m. for us, 4 p.m. EST, but I was sitting there at like 12, 12.50, just sitting there, refresh, 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 hoping. I, I honestly, this is, and I, I honestly do this almost every single trade deadline, but I thought this year felt different. I felt like yeah. maybe this year they thought, okay, we're pretty much one player away from having a very, very, very good offense. And Jerry was kind of talking some shit. I fully expected them to go for someone. Well, our boy Barry Grant has been saying it and saying it. And now it's like, um, and and maybe you have said it too, Anth. I just don't listen to you as much when you talk. Um, (laughs) But no, like, it's all a ruse. And I'm starting to believe that conspiracy now. Yeah, like it like, is. I think it's just to stay in the news and keep yourself relevant. Jerry always talks shit. I actually, there was multiple people that posted on Twitter saying, I guarantee as soon as it gets past the trade deadline, articles are going to come out about how close the Cowboys were to actually be uh, involved in trading for a player, which it almost automatically, as soon as they were past the trade deadline, a bunch of reports came out that they were this mm-hmm. close to trading for Brandon Cooks from the Houston Texans. And it's like, how much of it can you actually believe? If they actually thought... Brandon Cooks was a player that could get them to the Super Bowl. Why why wouldn't you just bite the bullet and go for him? Well, what what I kind of couldn't uh what I kind of believe is that there probably was talks whether or not they were like seriously looking to to make the trade or if they were like hoping to get kind of a uh just a, a, a steal of a deal. You know, those are, those are two different things cuz one's living in like a which the Cowboys are. They are that one solid wide receiver basically because where where else are we going to really add that value to away from being talked about in the same conversation as all these other teams who are making that push and this is the year to to make that push so i'm getting a little more frustrated just thinking about it (laughs) do you think maybe they're possibly holding out for like a guy like obj but i am going to talk a little bit nfl news that's not cowboys uh it's actually to do with a canadian guy a guy that is actually from where I live right now, uh, Chase Claypool. Would would you guys have given up a second round possibly for Claypool? I know he's had a couple down seasons since his rookie year where he had nine touchdowns in the NFL, but would you guys have been willing to give up a second round pick to possibly see what the guy could do? Well, cl- crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. the Canadian boy. Yeah. See, my correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Chase Claypool, um, push your mic down. That's why it's so fucking... 
That is high as it. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> got a little distracted. AJ just. A- I, like it when AJ, I like it when AJ gets. Uh, I put it out it's like a that. Command. I put it out. Oh, like I shouldn't that say so that. Yeah, but that's why. You, that's why. No, no. But why? Why? It should be down tight. Tight. That's what it's for. Every everything online told me to keep fuck a that. Bit of space fuck online. It. Fuck online. Um, I'm just kidding. You're, 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 hey, you're, maybe you are right, but that sound's gone now. When you talk, what was I? Do- hey, it doesn't matter. Go what ahead. Was that when you were talking? Okay, back to point. Uh, Claypool. I don't know that he's ever had a because I think he came after uh, Antonio Brown left, or maybe I'm wrong there. But um, yeah, no, he did. Yeah, so he never has really been with like it was him. Smith Schuster, who I really like, but he was young at the time too. I think James Washington was playing, who's on the Cowboys, so that would have been funny. But they, he, he was never playing with anyone who was like a standout number one. Maybe there was a quote unquote number one on the Steelers. Um, so it would be interesting to see him come over here and kind of settle in with, you know, CD Lamb, who draws enough attention, and Michael Gallup, who's really not shown up big to a game yet. But um, I don't know. I hope he's just kind of. On his on his way after the buy here to be back to 100 percent football speed, but that would be would have been a really interesting addition. He's a big big boy too; can catch a ball in the red zone. And would you have done it though? Would I have done it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I, I, the way I look at it, any receiver at this point on the rookie deal that you think could come in and get say even at this point of the season, say they join the Cowboys and could get 600 to 700 yards and five touchdowns and help open up CD lamb and help open up Michael Gallup and just take a little bit of pressure off of these guys. I, I honestly, I'm very convinced that this offense with one more decent wide receiver too could almost be unstoppable. And I just found it very confusing that we didn't even take an attempt, but like Brandon cooks out of all the guys was kind of my least favorite because of his $18 million that he was going to be owed next year. There was guys like Jerry Judy I know, and Chase yeah. Claypool I mean, who was, were both on their rookie contracts. I, I would have, I mean, obviously, to me, if we were going to trade for a Cooks, then it's like, why wouldn't we have just kept Cooper? Um, yeah, 100%. If you're going to trade for Cooks, why wouldn't you have just kept Amari Cooper? And but, that's why, but Ju- at the end but, of the day, they didn't go for him. Judy, I I, I would have probably taken over Cooks, um, but I actually, I actually think somebody like Chase Claypool Claypool specifically because he's Canadian and he's so uh, local to where we are <laughs> yeah. would have been at least selfishly more exciting. Would I have given up a second round? Probably not. Not for Chase Claypool. Chase Clownpool. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, don't say that to him. <laughs> can, can't you sign and um, can't you uh, trade a player and then sign them? Like re-sign a contract? Oh yeah, you can re yeah. you can restructure, and that's the reason. So the whole reason that the Houston Texans and the Cowboys didn't make a deal was the Cowboys were trying to get the Texans to eat some of the eighteen million dollars. So I think no matter with the way his contract was already structured, no matter what, he's getting that. That's why we couldn't trade Zeke, right? Because Zeke was no matter no matter what was getting X amount of dollars and was going to count X amount to, towards the cap. So they were trying to get the Texans to eat a little bit of that $18 million before they traded for him. It's a very simple question in my mind. You just look at your a first and a second are pretty. A first, I don't know that I'd ever trade away. There's too much value and you can put too much effort into actually scouting a quality top player. Or you can put a lot of effort in, into focusing on that one player. Second round, depending where you are actually projected to draft, I might give that away too. If it's a later round pick, but it can also it can be too valuable if it's if it's high up there because there's a lot of guys who drop to that second round first day. 
But third pick on, now you're in the kind of, to me, it's a very, it's a much more, it tips the scale much more towards players who are actually playing than the value you're more than likely going to get out of that pick. So a Chase Claypool, you can't tell me is not a third round pick player at least. Yeah. And who knows, he might turn into that second round well-rounded player. Then you add on the need at the position and I think that increases the the value of the player a little bit more too. I don't know that I would I all of those players even though we have them kind of tiered in our head, they all would have been in my mind worth a third round pick going into it because again, what are we waiting for next year to make, to make the push? Well, and that's then, what it and then it's the year after that. Eventually now now we're going to have Michael Parsons contract coming yeah. up. Yeah. Um, it comes it comes into the it comes into the fact that do you think you have a chance of winning the Super Bowl right now? And if you do, you go all fucking in this yeah. year. I was gonna say you, so, so and and that's what that's kind of what I was gonna chime in is is like look, we have uh well first Barry Grant uh, Jr. on the YouTube live chat says, Don't be surprised, Steve is in charge, the Chiefs Gate Supreme. Look at all the second rounders we drafted. How many offensive weapons? Question mark zero. So yeah. you wanna chime in there? Um a couple of comments on TikTok. Uh, uh, it's Reed says you still have to pay him next year, which is what you guys are going on. Chubb as well as Cooks would have been eight mil this year, and then uh, and then Carl Mum on TikTok says we better hope Washington gives us a boost. And and, and another thing I just want to bring up that I don't think we all know, and maybe someone does out there, they do some weird shit with contracts all the time. So don't tell me that they wouldn't have been able to shuffle fucking money around to make that 18 million 15 million or something like exactly. that exactly well that's the whole thing with when we traded amari cooper to the browns Truth. we were going to eat amari's cooper's 20 million or whatever it was next year the browns ended up restructuring it so they're paying <laughs> way less they're paying that total over like three years right so there is yeah. ways to to cook the books a little bit uh and to shuffle money around and it just seems like the cowboys are the only team in the league that never ever does this in their benefit actually barry and i were talking today on instagram and he had brought up that next year dax cap is his cap hits 49 million and then in 2024 his cap hits 52 million Ugh. and then you got a guy like uh patrick mahomes who the next couple of years his caps 30 million so they've structured his, structured his uh contract in a way that at least you're going to get that extra almost 20 million a year to spend on a guy like a wide receiver or a running back or a defensive end or a linebacker. Whereas with Dak, the next in 2023 and 2024, we're really going to have to get creative on ways of spreading out his money. Um, it's ready on TikTok says they have 23 million, uh, 23 mil now. Jerry wasn't giving a man 23 mil for 800 yards. I a hundred percent. I agree. I agree with that. And that's why you didn't see Brandon cook come, but then what's the excuse with Ch chase Claypool or Jerry Judy. Those guys are both on their rookie contracts, yeah. the Broncos and the Broncos were willing to give up Judy for a second and a fifth. I mean, we should, we should have, we should have, I don't know why they, they're like, you kind of want to, you would love postseason to hear like what was going on on why they might not have taken Judy. It's very surprising that they wouldn't have gone. Uh, you know, gone that route. Um, if that we you wouldn't have gone that route. If you <laughs> want, and I, I just pulled this up here. I don't know, Ab, could you? Yeah, I can uh, bring it up. Yeah, the um, I have the salary cap. Just because you brought that up, it's interesting to see. Because what does that mean? 49 million, 52 million. That sounds huge. And it probably 
is considering Patty Mahomes is going to be thirty million. So it, that that's quite shocking. Um, but I I always look at it as like what's the percentage and is that position worth that percentage? Um, so anyways, yeah, fifty two million in twenty twenty four, and then it goes down to twenty one. That's a lot. Yeah, that is. A so huge in amount. in twenty 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 five, he does go down. So they're gonna have to end up backloading his contract. That's the only way to get through it. But back to the trade deadline yeah. again. You saw some people making some moves. I was very hopeful that the Cowboys were finally going to make some moves. I believe we have a at least a very talented team that could make some noise in playoffs. 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 And I thought getting a couple pieces would really help that. Obviously, that didn't happen. We did get Jonathan Hankins, who did actually have quite a good game against the Bears on Sunday. The guy was noticeably better the defense, the defensive rushing unit was a lot better with Jonathan Hankins in yeah. there than without him. I, so I'll say, I'll at least say this: at least the team did try to show shore that aspect of it. But I still would have liked to see a little bit of help on offense. Uh, Barry wants to know where Tolbert is. Where is that bum? He says, "Ah, fuck. Who knows?" But and I honestly, at this point, he was he was dressed up. Tolbert was in the lineup at this point. Uh, or he was in the lineup on Sunday. He didn't make an impact at all. I expect when James Washington's back, he's pretty much going to supplant Tolbert. And hopefully Tolbert has some sort of crazy growth from year one to two, because I don't think we're going to see much from him this year. Yeah. I mean, it's past the point now of any value coming from moving him. Now you just hope he develops, get him with someone who can work on whatever the issue is that he's having out there. I don't know. Have you heard anything about like, what might be the uh oh? Uh oh, we're losing Anthony eighteen yes, Stadium. No, no, he's floating. <laughs> he's floating. He's gone. He's gone. Someone help him, please. I just had to see how good this. I had to see how good the Zoom shit was. Yeah, it's pretty good, eh? <laughs> it's uh, pretty, pretty good. good, huh? It's pretty good. Remember uh, when we faked my trip? That's how, that's how we were doing it. Yeah, yeah I know you. Were and right you were just in the. You were just I in the room next the to room. us. We committed to that whole. <laughs> um. So so. Uh, Barry Barry said, uh, "Where's Tolbert? Where's that bomb?" You, you we just asked that, and then he goes, "Why isn't Turpin getting more offensive touch and touches? It's so annoying to know Stephen Jones is running this team like a mom and a pop deli, a mom and pop deli. Just let the kids cook, Stephen. Yeah. Hey man, the kids what can you, make delicious sandwiches. I will say, what I was a little, do? I was a little taken aback at how we see how t- small Turpin is when he's on the field, but like at the sounds of the sideline, and you see him by everybody else, you're like, whoa." He is very small. He's tiny. He, he looks like a little tiny. hobbit or hey, something. He looks yeah. like a little lawn gnome. Aiden Diggs grew up. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I would like Barry said, though, I would like to see Turpin get in there. And why not just put him in and just send him deep? If they have cover three, if they're playing a cover three shell, like the Bears were playing a lot of that game, get CD Lamb out there, get Turpin in the slot and get Schultz on, on the line. Send them all deep. Send Schultz on kind of a skinny post and then send Turpin just deep and just that's what you do in Madden. What do you do in Madden with the fastest guy? You send him deep. Well and then you just throw it at him. Why not try it? Yeah, I mean you should if that's gonna be part of the playbook, you gotta have him running more plays. I don't many know how many plays he's on for, but we there's the Cowboys can run those four receiver sets with the um wide receivers that we have, especially when James Washington gets added to the mix. He's easily a third three or four. Um, but then you can basically, yeah, have Turpin just running a fucking, um, what's it called? Sprint route. 
stream streak streak fly <laughs> streak whatever any one any one of those ones where he's running just down the field as fast as he can just and, like uh just like our uh what's his face says to willie beeman just like you're in the backyard yeah yeah no go to the cadillac like you're on the field and your mom your mom's calling you it's time to go for dinner just run to the cadillac i, I agree though i'd like to see turpin in a game where we were up at 1.49 29 or whatever the fuck the score was it would have been nice to see. I would like to see Turpin get sprinkled in or some of these other other wide receivers because at some point you're going to need to figure out what you have in these guys. Turpin's taking up a wide receiver spot. Yes, it's because he's such a he could be a home run threat anytime he touches the ball, but it would also be nice to get a little bit of offensive production from him. Yeah. Here's a question now then and it might be easier than I think. So obviously we got Gallup and and CD in our AB slot, yep. AB. So for our third and fourth, who do you who are you putting on the field? Noah Brown for three for me. Yeah. And then four, like, does it have to be wide? I guess we're going to talk wide receiver, but I honestly think before you even hit a fourth wide receiver, you have I'd put Dalton Schultz, and if Dalton Schultz is obviously out there already, I would put Clone Zone Delicious or Fendershot out there before a fourth wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, Clone Zone, and then a fourth wide receiver. Which sucks because your third tight end shouldn't be your viable option know, over your fourth wideout. But it's it's been awesome to see both of those guys are. They feel to me like, I mean, maybe it's just the rookie fucking uh, shimmer that happens. Yep. I don't. Are they both rookies? Who? Uh, yeah, they're both rookies. Ferguson and and yep. and Henderson. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So one's a fourth. One's a fourth round. Fergalicious is a fourth round, and the Henderson shot was undrafted. Right and and look, it, that's awesome that they're both out there playing football and and showing up on the scoring sheet. So it's nice to have depth at the tight end rather than just have Schultz and then a bunch of guys who we don't know. You know, it might be because they're so hungry as as uh, uh, rookies that they're playing their best football that they ever will. But I'll take it. Do you so Barry saying sign OBJ? I don't care for Washington. I, I wasn't going to go right back to Barry Grant, Barry Grant Jr. because I've been going to him all night on the chat. But I mean, it is definitely a valid, valid comment. Sign OBJ, man. I'm I'm all in on that. Yeah, give him as much crypto, Bitcoin, Ethereum, whatever he wants. Get that motherfucker in the locker room because he would 100 percent help this team. Even yeah. if it was just a one year for the rest oh, of yeah. the year, it's it's 100. percent Even yeah. if it's just a one year deal for like. At this point, we got twenty three million. Throw ten million at them. Yeah. If you if you think a player is going to help you win the Super Bowl this year, why wouldn't you go and and pay them? Look at all the OBJ teams. will one hundred percent help this team. And the NFL got a lot more um, skinnier, and I mean in terms of like ranking of quality of team after this. A lot of teams upgraded and a lot of teams downgraded in those trades, right? Like they they kind of put their cards on the table and said we're going for a Super Bowl, and the other guys said we're we're gonna go for a rebuild here. And, yeah, it's either you yeah. traded away some guys for some picks, or you're all in. And right now, we kind of sat on the fence. Yeah, and do you and think that's that why? Do you think that's why they well, maybe they maybe didn't do any any polls on the wide receivers during during this trade deadline because they're thinking about going for OBJ? I mean, the Cowboys are going to be linked with any big free agent, so yeah. you're going to already hear there's already been news that we are going for OBJ. But until something happens, I mean, it's I don't not, know. I, yeah, I don't think that's an acceptable excuse really okay question if but. if we do if we do sign obj are you gonna get a, a are you gonna get an OD, uh, obj jersey no no he, he'll, he'll probably be a one-year deal 
I mean, I got to go with my man Curse. After hearing him on, like, the way that he talks is just a fucking... Curse is a mic'd up... He, he's the mic'd up man. Like, he's got so many good sound oh, dude, bites. Have you ever watched the Danny Brown show? No. Ah, quick folklore here. He just... Oh, yeah. They, they, yeah, they yeah. remind me of each other, and I don't know what the it is. Like, maybe... But Danny Brown's is much more higher. Yeah. But it feels like... The way he, he's like yeah. got a deeper voice, but their cadence and everything. I wonder if they they like grew up in the same place or something like that. Pierce is hilarious. He's oh, honestly he's in just, his mic, <laughs> in the mic up shit. He's fucking hilarious. He's just one of my most beloved. Uh, and the and the story. I love his story. I love that the, his story started with the Cowboys when when uh, the bandwagon boys showed up. Yeah, because I think he was. Well, just he last was year, kind right? of a he. He's, any he's everywhere kind of else he was bandwagon three. Ben, ben, ben. Well, yeah, because Detroit, he was with Detroit. He was with Minnesota. He didn't really do much. And then he had a, he was our, I, I would say beside Micah Parsons, he was our best defensive player last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, now Donovan Wilson has shown up and said, Hey, don't forget about me. I'm yeah. The, Wilson was out yeah, a bunch Donald. last year with injuries. Yeah, he Donald. was always one of, Wilson was always one of my favorite players. And he's a guy like, if I had to pick a Jersey right now, Donald. if I had to buy a Cowboys Jersey right now, it'd be Tyler Tyler Smith. Well, you, that's who I'd pick. You, you, you got yep. you got a couple of weeks because we 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 all have to get that Thanksgiving uh, throwback jersey. Oh, oh speaking event. of that, speaking of that, do you got oh, the? Hey, but before you before you pull it up, I want to get to. There's a lot of action going on in TikTok, and I just wanted to show some okay. love. Um, it's ready. Says Dax never had a defense. Watch what this dude's gonna do. I mean, Anthony, you've been saying that like we've never we we haven't had a defense that is exciting this way. And the yep. fact that Dak can kind of rely on the defense to to let himself get a little get a little loose. And another comment yep. in the TikTok uh, to go back to your um, tight end comment. Um, you can't say you can't make your third wide receiver your te. Tell that to KC. Which True, I, I guess. Or, or or look at uh, look at whatever teams Brady. Uh, Brady's playing on with Gronk. They, the, sorry, time, time out. They they misunderstood what I'm saying. What I was saying is you our third to. tight end, oh, our oh, third tight, tight end, end number three is better than our wide yes, receiver four. Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes so yes, no, yes. guaranteed. You're, I mean, your tight end one, your your first, your best tight end. He could be your best receiver. Who do you think our but best I, tight end is right now? Then. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. We got to pay some bills real quick. Stick with us. I hate it when people say they got to pay bills, but we just had to pay bills. Let's get back to the podcast. Schultz. Schultz? Yep. Yeah, Schultz is our best tight end. Hate, hate uh, but that. I'm still I'm thinking with Hendershot and Fergalicious, I mean, he might be disposable. But right now, Schultz is still the best, the yeah, best tight end you can on the team. See, you can see Schultz's numbers with somebody like Cooper Rush throwing. And then as soon as Dak comes back, you should see like his numbers are like astronomically just, astronomically different they when just they schultz, jive together schultz, schultz and dak like his his like it's 150 yards or something it's it's ridiculous the amount and 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 it's like 12 12 for 18 or something like that I, and then look at noah brown's numbers drop down i mean that's also with michael gallup being back but it's like noah brown was kind of cooper rush's safety blanket and dalton yeah. schultz is dak's safety blanket it's just you, you're comfortable with certain guys yeah it is nice to know though that that noah brown is um has that ability, but it sucks when when he's not getting the ball. And Dak threw uh, 250 yards last game, which is a nice place for him to be. That's what I mean. We we've talked about this lots. It, that's where I like it. I like Dak in the mid 20s uh, temps with the mid 20 like low to mid 20s completions with about 250 
yards and then a touchdown or two. Like that's with this with Tony Pollard and then Zeke coming back and this defense, you don't need to you, Dak doesn't need to throw for 400 yards to win football games. Yeah. Hey, real real quick, um just to get us back on track kind of to the tough. to the uh <laughs> looking tough. He's quick with it. To the draft chat. Was there a sound bite there? Was yeah. there a sound yeah, bite yeah, there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Looking... I don't hear them. So I know. You don't hear them I try mine. to play it when I when you guys are kind of not talking and I know so many times I talk over them, but I can't hear the sound bites when it's I'm been, you know, on Zoom good. for some reason. 60% of the time it works every time. Hey, can you hear this this one though? Oh yeah, that one comes through. Okay, and then you're gonna go, you go with what you wanted to say, and then Sports Pro has a question. Okay. that I wanted to yeah. wanted to bring I, up, and he's been non-existent on these these streams this year. Yeah, Sports so it's Pro, nice where to you see him show been, up. Son. Look, we just took a nice roundabout woods walk through this um, trade deadline conversation, and I love it because we'll bring it back here. So Literally, now- it was the intro. <laughs> it was like an in your intro and everything, and it's like, hang on, hang on, let's just get this out of the way, and then boom. 28 minutes later we're we're still on it which i love <laughs> hey it's, yeah. it's the most important thing that happened with the bye week coming up this is important talks yeah this is a yeah. important yeah. shit it's good to talk about no i i so no trade no trades were were made now we have a first round pick and a second round pick uh and and of course more than that but we don't need to go that deep which one which which positions are you drafting at this point with those first and second round picks. Oh wow, we're talking draft talk. Well, I'm just saying because you didn't get rid of those picks, so yeah, it, it's a, a little connection here to the to the trade deadline, and I just thought it. The, the, we're so we're so ste- we we're pretty good with depth right now. Um, like we're pretty decent in depth on all positions. It seems like I'm full on going with best player available next year. If it ends up being a, a line, an offensive lineman, a defensive line, like I honestly don't think there would be a wrong pick with our first overall. We're going to more than likely be later on in the first round. Uh, I, I trust, I honestly, as much as people give this front office shit, I trust them with their drafting abilities. They've knocked it out of the park the last 10 years in the first round, at least. And I trust whoever they take in the first round. Especially after the Tyler Smith pick, like we were like, "Who Tyler? Tyler who?" Yeah. So I'm more than whoever they go with. But if I had to pick, if I had to pick, I would probably go probably defensive end. To be honest, Dilaw's getting up there, and it'd be nice to it'd be nice to get an uh, awesome late round first talented defensive end to just throw into this defense and see what he could do. So probably defensive end, to be honest, or or linebacker. Middle linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, this linebacker. is without us really, we don't watch college ball enough to know like I feel where like, the, I the feel strengths like, are. Yeah, I feel like we, we need to do some deep, deep, some deep-seated There's just too many teams. I, I can't even uh, keep up. The most, I'm, excited, most people, I'm excited to learn about it, though. Yeah. <laughs> so most people that do the whole draft stuff, they're one, they're either super into it, and that's like in the offseason, it keeps them busy. Like you don't have your team playing, so you go into full um, study mode. And yep. then the other thing is, in the States, you have a college team that you follow. So you end up playing against X amount of players for four years before they get into the NFL. So you know a bunch of players. We don't have a college team. We're Canadian. We don't have a college team we follow, really. So it it, it is tough for us. It is a lot. There's a lot of guys in the in the NCAA that are going to become NFL players to for us to 
Like I usually learn it from the Instagram people telling me who they think think are good, and then I go and search them. Well, yeah. Tyler Smith is a prime example of that. Didn't know shit about him. Turns out you're gonna buy his fucking jersey. Yeah. So any <laughs> exactly any any of you out there that are heavy into uh, draft folklore, or if you're um, uh, big into the uh, the scouting report and you want to carry us through the off season and, and help us get draft ready, you're more than welcome to um, have some guest spots on here. AJ, guys, you guys are gonna have to carry this for a bit. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna die. My laptop's gonna die here pretty quick. Okay, so Uh-oh, plug in, plug in. I, I have, I have an answer to that oh. question. I asked it. Can, well, I'll just tell you what some of the people in the chat are saying. So Barry okay. Grant Jr. Yeah. is saying, uh, so Sports App says best player first round. Barry Grant Grant is saying we need a big body receiver, which I, I don't disagree with him. Uh, and then uh, Sports App saying O line set, O line second. So, okay, yeah, I could see that. So for me, I'm thinking, let's, you know, play in the uh, play in the fun can fan world. Yep. Of we we keep everyone signed who who we need to keep signed. Yep. I would yep. exclude. Let's say, um, Zeke is not resigned. Resigned though. Okay. In this so, scenario. So, so, uh, so or, or they're, traded they're, or uh, is so they're not. They're not. Okay. So Zeke's out of the picture. Zeke's out of the picture. So so what I would do is I'd go, I'd push like, very heavy for a. Big bodied wide receiver like Barry just said, or just a, a top ranked wide receiver to the point where I might even trade up. Trade my first and my third to try to move up to to get them. True. Um, and for second round pick, I and it, of course, then if there is absolutely if that's depleted, if wide receiver is completely depleted, then just best player available. But or in this case, it would be um, a running back. I think would be the next thing I'd go for in second. Really? Round. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Because yeah. because I think the defense is. For next year locked in, and and I believe in in the this year and next year as being our kind of best our peak opportunity at this point, anyways, for actually getting all the way through and and taking a, a Super Bowl hole home. Yep. Um, now, interesting, answer, interesting take, and this is this. There's some on the in the TikTok live. Uh, I don't know why. I, of course, it's live on TikTok, but hey, it's um, it's what they call it. <laughs> Uh, it's ready saying I'd move back and get more draft capital, which I don't mind uh, specifically if we don't absolutely need the best person out there. Um, CB two is a need says Dempsey that I think uh, might be a priority in the draft. So like a, a nice solid quarterback to help kind of balance out. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. Like if you think, if you think about like right now, the Eagles, they have a, a pretty strong front and then they have some, some really strong secondaries can we get another person um, to help complement? I mean, the middle linebacker position, we could use a stud there. Well, but a, a, another like yeah. another heavy hitting corner cornerback. You know what? I think I think middle linebacker would also be a really good strong choice if that's if that's available um, in the first or second. What we really would have to wait for is what the the free agency would deliver and. Um, if history continues to repeat itself, I don't think it's going to change. He back. He's did, did, oh, he's disappeared. Oh, he's gone. Oh. There he is. Oh, good. He's did there. you do? Did you do what I told told you to do? Yeah, I just switched it. Oh, and we're getting some glitch. Oh, there we're back. We're back. I switched oh. it. 
So this is what's happening. It it keeps anyways. Just keep roll with it, guys. Yeah. If I disappear, I disappear. Yeah. I'll You're still be able to talk. We can it's still a hologram. We can still hear you. Um <laughs> Uh, sports app saying, yeah, Pollard is good, but we need someone else to take snaps. So in your scenario where we get rid of Zeke, obviously you get rid of Zeke, you need you got to be drafting some sort of well, running back in that scenario. Exactly. And and this was like, that was just uh, uh, a little asterisk I added okay. to mine personally. Right. But Fuck with me, DJ. Crack what? if you got him, son. Crack crack if you got him. Got him. I was still saying, can't hear your crackums. I was saying, um, if history repeats itself, as, as I think it's going to continue to do, the Cowboys probably won't make a huge splash in free agency. They'll probably right. like, you know, let's say, well, Fowler, drafting. let's say Fowler Jr. I don't know if I think he might be on a one year, but someone like him, he, he leaves, they'll, they'll replace that caliber, but I don't think we're going to get any studs in the draft uh, in the, uh, sorry, free agency. Um, now is the time that players would want to come and play their, like on either side of the ball, offense and defense, uh, yeah. even more just because, not just because it's Dallas and a big name, but because of like the team is like well, a high quality team. So every all, all the stars are aligning to like this year and next year that they really need to put put in that extra effort to find the extra ingredient. Whether that comes in giving up draft picks to to go ahead, because that kind of seems to be what the uh, teams are doing now. They're like saying, "Fuck it." Like sell out, <laughs> sell out the future oh, for chips, today. Chip, chips in on this one, right? It just pays. It pays. I love. <laughs> I love to build a, a a long a team that can last for a long time. Um, a, that can, that you can have together for where the core is together for a long time. Oh yeah, you got to build through the draft, man. Hundred percent. I, I love that, but you also have to go out there and make those fucking those picks. Yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta gamble at some point for someone exactly. And it kind of sucks that the Cowboys aren't really in the, they, they haven't been like, I was actually kind of going back a little bit, just looking at the last 20 years of times that we've actually made splash moves. And there's been a couple times that it's really bit us. So wide receiver wise, like Terrell Owens, that was all, all obviously awesome. Grabbing him was good. Yep. Uh, obviously Amari Cooper worked out very well for us for a couple of years. Amari Cooper basically saved our 2018 season himself, but there was also times where we traded for Galloway, Joey Galloway, and then we also traded for Roy Williams as a wide receiver. Both those picks, we traded first round guys, multiple first round picks for those guys, and it just bit us right in the ass. So, you mean they drafted those guys, right? No, no, no. They traded for them. Oh, oh, shit. So Roy okay. Williams, they drafted Roy Williams to safety, but in like 2000, I, I don't know the, oh, off the top of my head, but yeah. in like 2008 or nine. Maybe even a little bit later than that, they traded for Roy Williams, the wide from, receiver from Detroit. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking. Yeah, Detroit w went on like this run of five years, and three of the five years, I think they drafted a a, a wide receiver in like one of the top picks of the first round. And all, oh yeah, all, Detroit was terrible. But we then traded Roy Williams was drafted by Detroit, right? As a first round wide receiver, and then we ended up trading picks for him, and he was just not good. So they they are they might be a little bit of gun gun shy. When they traded for Amari Cooper, I was pissed. I was super mad that they traded for Amari Cooper, and he ended up being really good. Hey, what's Kilo's flight book thing mean? Okay, so that's what I was going to say. Oh. Kilo C has booked his flight. He's going to be at the Thanksgiving game. Oh, Shut shit. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah it'll be, it'll be the, so he just got off the phone with his agent. He's going he's gonna to head it. We're, uh, he's just going to grab some tickets. Fuck so, yeah. You, I really wish I somehow we could have. I wish we could have got four seats now. I know. 
I know. Fuck. Uh, that's okay. Uh, he'll he'll grab tickets hey, and, well, and there'll, there'll be believe us. There'll be nobody sitting. Well, remember us. last time there was that Whole kid row. and that mom. I think sitting. Yeah, they left and they they took and, off. And then I just ended up pacing the row. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we got that. Yeah. You unleash the lion and he starts pacing around. Um, <laughs> hey, oh, there's one question. I, Someone didn't. Ag- so it's what? ready. Said I don't agree with this guy. He was talking about you. They just got huge players in free agents. They just happen to be their own people. I can't remember what you're going to say, but I wanted to give you a chance to clap back. If uh, no, no, no. Um, What's the I argument get, I, they, that they got huge players in free agency? I'm talking about the fucking stars of the league, the the game changers, not right. the not the guys who are coming in and oh, that's a good player. Like yeah. who who was it? Who did we pick up in free agency last year that was like a huge pickup? Yeah, curse. Or do you mean like going into 2022? This or like, like yes, 20, coming yeah. into this year. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we no, got I, all we did was I'm really Fowler. Hey, I was huge up on Fowler. You I were, love I loved Fowler. You were you were you oh. were big on Fowler Jr. and he has actually been one of our top defensive rotational pieces. Gallup, to be honest. Gallup. Uh, he's a uh, Gallup uh, was a pick. Yeah, but, but I, not, when not, we're talking about not, free agent, not, not not like a huge game changer. At least we a haven't pick. Seen. What do you mean? So he was a free agent. Oh, he wasn't a free agent. He was a. Re- they resigned him. That's what. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, he, what, that's, he, like, that's what he's saying. I don't really. Okay, I, don't I don't really consider, lump that in. It, though I don't he think was drafted. Free yeah. He was a free, technically a free agent, but the Cowboys retained him. I yeah, I, yeah. I, I know where AJ's saying in there too. I don't really. But hey, to, hey, tech, technically still technically, free agents. I, yeah. I'll give it to you. That that that's true. But it, it I think there's an asterisk there too. Yeah, I'm not going to put an asterisk all I'm over. Eat, I'm not going to eat your lunch for it. <laughs> what I I think the thing to sum up is every other top contender for the Super Bowl improved their team. Not maybe every other. I'm being a little hyperbolic. But the Cowboys did not improve. They didn't they no. did downgrade, but they didn't improve along with a lot of the other teams that did. So. Poop on uh, that. Couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. Um, um, I wanted to talk about something, and then Adam didn't want me to talk about it, and we had a great segue into it about it was the Thanksgiving oh, Day. Actually, now that that uh, Kilo is going to be there for the Thanksgiving Day game, we can talk about this. Zeke kind of leaked a photo of their helmet. Oh yeah, right? Zeke leaked a helmet uh, helmet photo. I was teeing uh, up of what they're going to be wearing on the Thanksgiving Day game, and they are. I think they're slick. They're juicy. I know or? some people might not like them because they're not the traditional, like they're a little bit of the traditional maxed out. But that helmet, that thing is sweet. That'll go. That'll go really nice with the so, throwback jersey, right? So, yeah, that's so, going to be sick. So is this the jersey then? Yep. No, no. I, it's yeah. It's a little. It's yeah, be, yeah, you're right. It, it's it going to be lo- similar to that. But but it's going to be. Um, in this style here, with the we all have to buy a jersey like that. Did, yes. Did, yeah. Have they shown the jersey or just the helmet? No, they, you can buy the jersey. You can buy the jerseys on NFL shop. That's their throwback. That's their that's their throwback right there. If you just type in Thanksgiving throwback jersey, it should come up. But we're all. I, I'm going Tyler Smith. I'm Who going. Are you guys going? I'm going OBJ. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I don't You're just wanna, putting it out in the universe. I yeah. want curse, but I don't want to do it or curse, whatever you want to say. But I'm not going to eat your lunch for mispronouncing his name. Uh, that's, that's how it is. I get stuck into something. That's what it is. Um, he's he's still I, on the team next year too, though. Okay, AJ. then I will. Then I, I will. That, I, my, that's what I did is with Gregory. I, I know fucking you. get his jersey. He's signed. I get the notifications. Fucking signed for five years. Awesome for all the. Da- then the next message that shows up. 
He's out. <laughs> oh, the Broncos? What yeah. the fuck just happened? For all Be the gone. for all the uh, Dak backing we give, I m- I might go a Dak throwback. Oh, Dak would be good. Dak or Parsons was kind of like high on my list. OBJ will. I'll get it just because one of us should should grab it. But I guess do- one of us should have an OBJ jersey after he never plays for us ever again. After. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't have. I have TP twenty as my offensive jersey, yeah. so that's a good one. I and think you have I- CD Lamb. And I got CD Lamb, right? Yep. Which I just, I, you got a Diggs jersey. CD Lamb, I'm gonna have to put on next game. Yeah. Um, I got, go I got eight, Diggs. Are we going pack of 88s next game? So I think I got to go another defense to kind of round out, round it out. Should we go pack of 88s next game? I don't have a CD Lamb jersey, so that might no. CD CD Lamb would be a good throwback one too. But I think I'm going Tyler Smith. He's a Ooh. rookie. Uh, Sam Williams, I think, would also be a decent one because I think the guy's going to be decent going further into his in his career. <laughs> LVE jersey, would you go for that? Sports apps asking? No. <laughs> <laughs> Defo not. Defo not. But those helmets, they're they they are slick. I'm, I can't, I still can't find the jerseys that you can purchase, oh. but I trust you. I, I'm pretty because I, I almost bought one. No, I, I'm also not looking properly. So whatever. You know, it doesn't make for good podcasting to start uh looking shopping. For- <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> what do we want to buy? <laughs> Um, Welcome to the shopping podcast. So you shared this article. I didn't read it. So I think that's going <laughs> to be actually that's going to be gonna, well, not going to eat your lunch for the it. good. The good thing about articles is we don't need to. Re- it's we don't even need to read them. I'm more no. interested in your guys's opinion exactly. about the said title than us actually reading an article by someone. <laughs> I'm, I'm more interested in the conversation we end up having about the article than actually what's in the article itself. Yeah, there, there's three things that are going to happen in an article. One, we're going to comment on it and make our own uh, opinions based off of the title and maybe a couple uh, solid headlines. There he is. There's Daki boy. Tickle his little chin. And number two, um, we're either going to make fun of your name or three, we're, <laughs> or three, How you we're, look. Three, we're just going <laughs> to call you stupid for your opinion. That's... <laughs> Pretty much. So what was the article, though? So this is Micah Parson uh, LB at LB or DE. Cowboys just want a best version of defensive star. See, I don't even care. Like I said, I don't even really care about these guys' opinions. I want to know from you guys. What would you guys rather have them at? Defensive end or linebacker? Ooh. I like whatever they're doing with them right now. And if that's which is, a combination. splitting the both of them, right? Yeah. I mean, look, pretty soon in the, in the positions evolve, like and the utilization of a player's skills uh, is not like just limited to like, oh, well, he's a cornerback, so keep him there, or he's a safety, so he stays in the back. Um, you know, hybrid. Everyone's a, everyone. The, the, be, we're seeing a lot of like, yeah, the, and those are the two positions the linebacker D end hybrid, and then the um, uh, safety linebacker hybrid. And both of those are like probably going to become a dominant thing that every team wants if it's not already i mean it's pretty much taken over the dnlb position for the elite status you've got to kind of be both um from a linebacker or or i, I you don't really see it go too much the other way do you from a a, a, a defensive end to a linebacker they usually no. Play, yeah. well the only time a defensive end will kind of be in that hybrid is if you're in a three four if you're running a three four defense yeah, then yeah. a defensive end is kind of that hybrid but if you're in a 4-3, more than likely the guy that's the hybrid is going to be someone that's kind of like a Micah Parsons more than like a 
I'm trying to think of a good three, four, like Von Miller is a great three, four defensive end, but he's actually an outside linebacker. Right. So it's, it's one of these very skewed, like skewed things like De- DeMarcus Lawrence would never be able to be uh, like the hybrid type player. No. He's your prototypical four, three defensive end, right? The issue he's that- great at stuff. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, what were I you going to say? The issue with him, uh, with Parsons playing DE because he doesn't necessarily have the size as a defensive end, it's a little bit harder on his body, uh, uh, sprinting in like that and, and taking those bumps. So crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. Um, Son. But I mean, this comment from uh, Mr. Cooper Gazelle in TikTok says he's a hybrid once in a lifetime talent. Let Dan put him anywhere he sees fit. Agreed. And, and that's, I mean, and then, and then everybody's continue to chime in. This is like, Quinn's thing. Vic's great, uh, great year was the hybrid Falcon Super Bowl run. Vic Beasley did it with Dan Quinn in a four three. Dan also did it with Bruce Irvin in Seattle. So Dan Quinn's a mastermind, man. And thank God Ultra Cowboy's not in here to tell us how bad he is. <laughs> but uh you Dan Quinn we said this, we've talked about him a lot of times. Dan Quinn is a mastermind. Micah Micah responds to him and respects oh, yeah. the guys so much that they're just such a good match that they're gonna no matter where Dan Quinn puts Micah Parsons. Micah's going to give you the best version of, of himself. So I don't think there's a wrong spot that you could put Micah Parsons. Even when Micah Parsons gets beat, he doesn't get beat. <laughs> like, he's the fastest dude on the field. Yeah. And he's well, not, not, well, not, anymore. Not, not, not anymore, though. Did you see him running? <laughs> Did you see him running? Running. <laughs> Did you see him running uh, for that t- tutty? He oh, was yeah. just, of course, we we were losing our shit. Oh, yeah. But he was like stumbling his way, low, so, and he was holding the ball like a, like loaf, a loaf of bread. bread. But but he's so quick that no one could catch him, even when he's just like, he's just uh, he he's the he's the best athlete on the field at any time. And I don't think there's a wrong place you could put him. He's that dude that even if he well even on that that fumble return, he was rushing the quarterback, and he ended up chasing the play down to. A, recover a fumble so he's gonna make a play no matter where he is on the field hey what do you think um who do you think would win if you took a the the best playbook of today uh in the nfl rated by the nfl players and coaches and then you took the best defensive playbook of say the 2000 uh, of the 2000 or 2010 whatever made the most like would it be super dominant or would the defense be able to hold up? Like how, and you could reverse you're, you're, that. You're too. talking about the best, de- the, best the best defense versus the best, not offense? not defense players, just like playbook. Like what? So it's a bit of a like fun. It's one of those mind. It's like one of those d- Disney. Ten, what if it's, shows? Yeah, yeah, can I be the, one. can I be the lame guy? That's kind of goes against it. Yeah. The thing with like anything from here to in the past to the forties, even, Yep. There's been offensive game plans that have come out to beat that. Right. So, like something that was good in the 80s that took the NFL by storm or something that came out in the 70s or the 90s. Well, now in the 20, in the 2020s, there's been something that has been able to been brought out to counteract that defense. Right. So, it's like, it's always that's what that exactly. And that was my point. The game is always evolving that. It's so funny to think that what will football, what will the defensive end or what will the Micah Parsons position look like in five, ten years? 
yeah. as they continue to get more and more of these players who because what happens is the Steph Curry effect and maybe it happened before him too. Preach but it to preach it to us. Steph Curry came in and showed this is how you can play basketball too and started just dominating three points. And now Changed is, the whole game. It did. Younger kids start to see that and go, oh, okay, I don't I can still be a basketball star and play with my shooting. I just have to become the fucking best shooter ever. I don't have to be six nine like LeBron James and be an absolute specimen of a human. I just need to be extremely good at this one aspect of the game. Exactly, uh, and I'm sure he's great at all, uh, like most aspects obviously. of the game, right? But like we're not we're not going to say he's yeah. not a good basketball out player outside but of shooting three pointers. But you've actually said this, at AJ. You've said this a few times this season. It seems like this is finally the year that maybe the defensive playbooks are finally catching up with this offensive heavy NFL. Like the last 10 years have been offensive heavy, lots of points, lots of points. This is the first year that I can remember that there's been like a lot of 20, 21 to 17 or 24 to 21, like a lot of low scoring games. Maybe finally the defensive minds and the defensive coaches of the NFL are finally starting to kind of catch up with how you have to play certain schemes in the NFL. And then you're going to see a shift in maybe defensive football for the next five or six years, then it switched back to offense and then defense. It's, it's always like that. It's like, yep. It's kind of like, and this is a very bad way to a bad analogy, I guess, but it's kind of like the prisoner. It's kind of like a prisoner and like a correctioner officer. One's always trying to beat the other and they're always trying to come up with a new way to get past each other. Yep. And I think the NFL is the prototypical thing of that. It's like, one's always trying to, defeat the other and come up with certain schemes to to defeat the other one well the uh yeah prison talk baby prison talk. <laughs> hey let's see if those bots come whoa i like that i like that in mid mid convo yeah i don't want to blow that in your face i had some onions for dinner i know i i walked i i walk i didn't say it because I, I i but i walked in here and you know when it's like someone either had a nice quick workout at the gym or someone had like Burger King because Burger King you always smell like onions, <laughs> and it just smelled like that oniony kind of like body sweat. That's what it smelled like in here. Well, that AJ actually might be my body for- sweat too. <laughs> AJ AJ just had straight up like yellow onions for dinner, just biting into them <laughs> yeah. like an apple. <laughs> I gotta get this down. Yeah, I gotta get down. Ads on his way, but I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, hey. Um, just keep playing them how you're playing them, and uh, and don't change. That's the answer for DL or LB. I think. I think that's the answer. You keep do you put Micah anywhere, and he's going to make a difference. You could put Micah in at safety, or you could put him in at cornerback, or you could put him in at running back, and I still think he would be an NFL player. Well, I would hope he'd be an NFL player. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't take any other NFL player and put them in any position, and they would succeed. I th- honestly think Micah Parsons could make an NFL team even at cornerback, and the guys two hundred and 50 pounds or 240 pounds. There's not a lot of guys that play linebacker that could get put in any position on the field and still be successful at it. <clears throat> yeah. And he's still, he is still just getting his he's a pop. NFL legs. Yeah. He's a pop. He's super comfortable now. Um, and he's the type of player. Look, you see him out there and he, He's been uh, having a a bit of a limp the last couple games. I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah, I've noticed it a, a bit. A few times. And, but he's the type of guy 
and I trust in I trust in his football smartness to know when it's something that he needs to stay out for and not. And like just seeing him like tough through a Charlie horse, which probably is is what it's close to what he's feeling there. I know it's closer to what yep. I I know what it would feel like anyway, but like that's I I you know I like to see that toughness. And it's I'm like sure. when we limp. It's like when we limp into the podcast and we just know we still have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> crack him. Just fucking crack him, okay? <laughs> I'm here. I'm here drinking for you guys at 10 a.m. But I should be on a couch somewhere resting. <laughs> but I should be at work. <laughs> um, I I will say this too about Micah before we move on from him. He also has that combination of mentality. Like you can get guys that are amazing athletes, but they don't have that. I never want to be beat. I don't want anyone to be better than me. I want to be the best guy. Yep. Micah Parsons ha- is showing that he has that mentality. Like he he wants to be the best person on the field at all times, well, right? Look, and not every great athlete has that. Look at look at how many times so far this season that he could have given he could have gave up because that person was a little too out of his reach, and then he closed them. And he actually prevented prevented a touchdown, or he got a fumble recovery. So it's like Micah Parsons is showing, and I think the rest of the defense rise to that challenge that you don't stop, you don't, you don't, you don't give up, and you continue to put all the effort on onto the table. Yeah. Boner alert! It is a boner alert. Um. Uh. What Boots on the ground track? says, I apologize if you guys already discussed this, but my bold prediction before the Sunday Cowboy signs, suh, you heard it here first, unless you already said it, in which case I repeated it. No, first. we didn't. So, yeah, he's a free agent right now. So, Sue, yeah, he, our ad suh. wants to call him suh. Suh, suh dude. Suh, <laughs> dude. Yeah, Sue is, Nadokum and Sue still out there. I don't, to me, I'm sure he'd help the team, but. I've never liked the guy. He's a great player, but I don't know. There's he reminds like me personally? too much of maybe maybe me if I was three hundred and thirty pounds and played in the NFL, just like a, a dickhead. That just... don't we kind of have that role filled? Kind of, sort of, a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of what they targeted with Jonathan Hankins. Yeah, but Sue's. Uh, I'm just Sue's... saying. I'm not disagreeing with with boots on the ground. I know I'm, what you I'm, mean. I'm just They've saying already that, tried to shore that up. Yeah, yeah. So, I want fucking, OBJ, baby. I want it is. It's the fucking wide receiver. <laughs> OBJ yeah. is the last. Is the last. Yeah, I told you. I want. I want that. Uh, yeah, Su is a jerk. Says Boots, but he stuffs the run, and it's such a Jerry move. He does stuff the run, and he's mean. If they, he imagine, mean. imagine they bring Sun for eighteen million. <laughs> if you guys call, if you guys call him Sun one more time, Sa. I'm going to drive I'm to Cholak. Hey, imagine they bring in Sue, Sa. Sue, Sa, Sue, lip to my Sue, Sa, Sa, for eighteen million. Him. Sign him for eighteen million. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Actually, speaking of run stoppers, you know who's been playing very well for the Commanders, John, John Ridgeway. The vanilla gorilla. Sorry, what did, you, what did you just say? I wasn't paying attention. I was uh, Ridgeway. John Ridgeway, our fifth round draft pick from Arkansas, the vanilla gorilla, yep. who was a mean dog. He's been playing pretty decent for the Washington Commanders, who we were hoping would end up on our practice squad, and the Commanders took him off the waiver wire. Yeah. It seems like every Sounds time like we put, just... every time we uh, move something away, that person has, plays better on on a different team. 
Or maybe or, we just notice it because they came from us. But yeah, possibly one of those things. What, I mean, he's looked good. What's he doing? He's just playing good football. He, yeah, and he's, he, play, and he's, he's stuff. He's stuff in the run. He's he's be, playing mean. He's the Redskins or sorry, the Commanders football team, whatever the yeah, fuck dude, you want to call them. You're gonna get us canceled. Get a bro. fucking cancel and try to get us canceled. You fuck. What? You know what? I think it would just be best for us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, do you want to go? Do you want to do a throwback to last week to look at six major takeaways? Sure. From the Cowboys thrashing of the Bears. <sighs> Nobody cares yeah. about the Bears. The Bears. I will say this: Field <clears throat> Fields is a uh, a He's better legit. football player than I thought. Fields is legit, and and now he gets Chase Claypool. Yep. I think that's a nice addition for them. Well, every yeah, but they're game. losing their whole they're losing their whole defense. I it's know. very strange. I think they're they, they've basically. I mean, we didn't even submitted. Yeah, we didn't even we didn't even bring up about. I mean, not that it really matters to us anymore that uh, uh, Roquan is not on the team. Like we we've already faced them, but like why? I mean, that's another one. Why didn't we try and grab him? I know, obviously, fifth, been a, fifth year option was already like yeah. he's another guy. Tough. Would be awesome to take him for one year and hopefully win a Super Bowl, but you're losing him the following year. So say you, t- we'll just talk about Roquan for a second. Say yeah. you did oh. give up. A, Sorry. Say what? you did give what? up. What? 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 what are we going to be doing? <laughs> say you did give up picks for him. Yep. See, I just let you do your thing and then I just went after <laughs> I know, I like it. Um, say we did give up picks. That'll for move the chain. <laughs> did you freeze? No, he's alive still. He's just no. he's pretending he's crazy. <laughs> Say we did give up picks for Roquan Smith, it would basically be just picks for this year because he wouldn't be on the team next year. So it was probably a good move that they didn't go for him, but he would 100% made this defense absolutely yeah. terrifying. Would have been uh, definitely a, a massive improvement. Yeah. If, but only for those few. For this year. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, If you had to give up. And in, in, in what what they trade for him? First round, of course. I think they gave a second and a fifth. Kind of seemed like that was the going rate for everyone. Yeah. Well, th- here's the other shitty thing. When um, uh, draft picks become less valuable because people are more willing to like throw them away because they, they see less value in them, well, that goes league-wide. And now... Your biggest asset, if you're not willing to trade away teams, now you have less capital in a in a trade, right? You might, yeah, might start seeing some player um, combinations. Or, or big, six major takeaways from the Cowboys thrashing of the Bears in Week Eight. Let's see what we got. What do you? It's right. How about we get? How had it? Has anybody seen them? Can you guess? Have you looked at the article? I haven't read it yet. <clears throat> Have you looked at the? Oh, article? you know what we do need to do though. After this, we'll we'll storm power through this. One. I want to see. I want to. Yeah, I want. I want to see the power rankings. The I want to see the power yeah. rankings, and then I want to see the NFC East uh, competition for the week coming up. And then I want to okay. see your panties hit the flow. And then I want to see those panties hit the flow. Panties, panties hit the flow. Hit the flow. Oh, Twenty oh, minutes ago, rewind. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> is that uh, why? Is that why your camera like uh, just? put you as a half body person because it can't they can't detect anything <laughs> in the lower region just hey, white legs hey hey look at this oh there we are guys so, so what shout what, out to what shout out to the, shout out to the landry hat the home of the cowboys can fan podcast if you haven't already subscribed hit that subscribe button and if you haven't liked this video 
do better. What we're cheering at. <laughs> we will do better. <laughs> what we're cheering at, audio listeners, is uh, we're just scrolling through this article on thelandryhat.com, the home, the official home of the Cowboys Can Fan podcast. Uh, you know, like Canadian fan. And <laughs> and uh, we're just scrolling through, and they have a little widget here of our of our podcast just popping up on the article. I like that. So everyone uh, do their everyone do their cartoon. We definitely should. I mean, I th- I feel like we should. Uh, we got we should, a 1980s poster idea. Yeah, we have a good mind. 1980 poster idea, which will make it more live action. I think the first year we were just embarrassed to put our own faces on there, so we went the animation route. But now it's just like we got to get rid of it. Anyways, you guys matter. look like hell. I don't hate eyes. it, man. I, I to, to me, it's fine. It looks like ant. It looks like ants a giant and wears fucking. <laughs> and we're running away from. Him. It kind of looks like your character got like. Your guy got. It's like my guy punched you in the face. Oh yeah, I'm I'm like, ah. <laughs> I look. I definitely have like 1990 uh, wrestler toy face. <laughs> <laughs> when someone buys them, be like, "What the fuck is this? this? Doesn't look like Shawn Michaels. Is this? this doesn't look like Shawn Michaels." AJ <laughs> looks like a mutant in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like with the first one. My nose was like fucking bulbous. I was like, if, if it makes you my feel nose any- down. <laughs> Oh, if, if it, it makes you feel better, AJ, you don't look like that. Yeah, you don't. Ant's <laughs> first guy had like no neck. It was like his. I look like, like Jonah Hill with veneers. <laughs> yeah, you look like that's exactly what you look like. I will. I'll find the. I'll find the first iterations and we can post them as as version ones of the, of the logo that the oh, artist sent hey, back. It's. I. I think we're gonna after this season we'll. We'll do a nice rebrand. Okay, so six things. Thrashing of the Bears. Number one was penalties, penalties, and more penalties. Which I out of if I thinking about the game, I don't really remember penalties against us being a big thing. I remember penalties helping us a little bit. Is that what they're saying? Penalties Uh, against the Bears helped us. This just seems to be an ongoing theme with this team, but penalties continue to be a huge issue, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Even just through the first half, the Cowboys had four penalties. Offside penalties, roughing the passer penalties, no matter what it is. And Jose Ultra Cowboy has been quoted on the Cowboys Can Fan podcast <laughs> live stream saying, this team has no discipline. And this is what this article is saying. They keep making undisciplined actions, which keep leading to extended drives for our opponents. For the defense, their worst enemy is themselves. They keep allowing teams to get back into games with unnecessary flags. So what I'm thinking out of that, the one thing I remember from the game is Trevon Diggs' interception. We were all going nuts thinking oh, we were yeah. in a shotgun. Yep. And then a penalty of roughing the passer from Golston yep. ended up switching it back, and then they scored the next That's play. That's right. So that was a big penalty, but besides that, I honestly thought there was a couple big Bears plays that they got flagged. It, it wasn't as bad as some of the games, but what did we end? What we ended up with? What eight penalties? Yeah. That's still not very. That's still pretty bad. Like, was, I'd like us to be around the five. Four penalties. Four five. They, no, this, there, this was the, how many penalties? There we were had? six penalties each, and and oh. the Bears had it for forty-five yards and forty-one yards for the Cowboys. So, so to me, that to me but, number to be number one, we've seen way worse. Oh yeah, and and I guess it only matters if they actually uh, accept the penalty, but it yep. that doesn't include. That's only accepted penalties, so maybe there was more. But if I'm they gonna eat your lunch for that, I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna. I don't want to eat anyone's lunch for that. I, I would eat, eat someone's lunch. lunch if it was a great lunch, but this uh, instance, I to me personally, watching the game, I didn't think penalties against was a big. You're detriment. not eating. You're not eating this lunch. What are you 
No, I'm not eating this lunch. I don't think that was a good number one. I'm not honest. eating that lunch. Landry hat, love you. Don't think that was a great number one. Hey, that's what we're here for the honest opinion. That's what you get us. That's what you that's what fucking true love is, man. Hey, that's what true, true, true love, love, baby. Is Fuck when you. you tell somebody, hey, you stink. I Go brush your teeth. I don't agree with you. When you tell someone you've eaten onions. Yeah. When you tell someone they smell like B.O. even though they were eating onions, crack them if you got them. Crack them if you got them, son. I st we still don't hear you. Psst. So I got to make I know, the sound every time. Too you high, too high so pitch. I, I want, give, me some give me some behind baseball because I know the two... Uh, two of my pinnacle uh, uh, cowboy voices that I listen to. One, of course, is here on this podcast, being Anthony Bessie and Skip Bayless, and number, no, no, number Stephen two being uh, all even podcast himself, Barry Grant Jr. So, and I know that you two probably had a nice, fiery but friendly uh, Instagram back and forth. So, give me some insight on: uh, Have you finally won? The comp no. the battle? No. <laughs> no. I, I haven't. I haven't won the battle. I'm talking about today. sorry, I, I, I'm talking about Dak Prescott. I know what you're talking about. And Cooper Rush uh winning all those games and, and helping the Cowboys or help uh not losing those games and helping the Cowboys get to where they are today. So Well, this is why Barry just randomly on a Wednesday is sending me how much money Dak's gonna be against the cap. Because like Yeah. He's kind of hinting that yeah, Dak's winning us games, but next year you're not going to be able to sign someone uh, to help the team because he costs so much against the cap. I bad. asked Barry when during this whole Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott fiasco, I said, Barry, what's it going to take for Dak Prescott to prove to you that he is a decent quarterback and should be the quarterback of the team? I said, an NFC championship appearance, which the Cowboys haven't done in 26, 27 years. And Barry said no. So it's it's one of those things. Barry has such a vendetta against Dak Prescott, and he's just not sold on him, and he's not sold on his price. And well, I respect look, that. I respect it, that enough. But no. I I think it's something that we'll never really see eye to eye on. I was a, I was fully against the Dak Prescott contract when it happened, but now where you see what quarterbacks are getting paid, it's hard to argue against what he's getting paid. You're not gonna you're gonna if you don't pay forty million a year, you're gonna get some schlub playing quarterback. Well, I think the biggest gift, if I'm not mistaken, is that um, uh, Parsons' contract is going to end in two years, and that's the same time that Dak goes from his 49 and 52 million down to 21 million. So that aligns at least nicely for giving more cap space to give to pay that to Parsons, so he can stay on the team. So. He's not wrong. Th those two years are going to be the next two years are going to be really hard to. The only way you're getting a better deal for a quarterback is if you draft one. If you draft one to take over for Dak Prescott, and he ends up being a good quarterback, you're not going to sign a quarterback anywhere in the NFL for a decent amount of money that's going to be able to win you football games. You're either going to have to have a backup that comes out and plays very well. Or you're gonna have to draft someone who you can hold for five years. And to me, that's more. That's a that's a way bigger risk to bring on like a, a, a fresh rookie quarterback. Like, how many quarterbacks have get drafted one of one and they just fall completely flat, or they're they're duds? And and it's like, well, I gotta get lucky, man. So I, I like, yeah. It's, a, it's not that's it's it's funny because with the NFL with all these metrics they have, the drafting process is still not 
no. uh, a perfect science. Like yep. you get Dak Prescott, for instance, a fourth round pick. You get Russell Russell Wilson, a third round pick. You get Tom Brady, a sixth round pick. Like there's guys that slip through the cracks, and you need to just be lucky when you draft one. You need to hope he somehow ends up being that guy. We missed the rookie window with Dak Prescott. We had the best deal in football when we had Dak and Zeke both on their rookie contracts, and we failed to win a Super Bowl in those five years. After that, it's it just it's an uphill battle as soon as you have to pay these guys. Yeah. What's our next point there, AJ? AJ? That's a hard... I've been looking for that soundbite for so long. I can't find the episodes <laughs> where Camilla... Uh, Carmela, uh, Carmela, he's a kid. He's gonna eat his. Life. I can't find the episode where she goes, "Hey, Jay," but I will find it. I mean, here's something, and I want to hear it. And I gotta add that to our list, by the way. Uh, third point: Tony Pollard, or as I like to call him, Tony Pollard, could and should be the lead back. TP twenty. Uh, coming into this game, I was personally very interested to see how Tony Pollard would would handle. I mean, we don't have to read RB the article; we can just, just discuss ourselves. Yeah. I just you Tony. Know. Do you guys think Tony Tony Pollard should and could be the lead back? Yeah, he could be. Yeah, maybe he should be. But I like both. I like both Zeke and Tony Pollard getting like 15 carries a game. I I mean, look, I think if you just had Tony Pollard in the backfield there. Um, eventually teams are going to be able to scheme against it, but he, that was really impressive what he did, did against the Bears too um, because they hadn't, they still had uh, Smith out there, so wasn't a super depleted defense. Um, but yeah, I love, I would have Zeke. To me, I don't see, I, I mean, I know Zeke starts, um, but I don't see that, I don't really see him being as, I guess, yes, he is the lead back, but I just like how they play TP. I don't see that they utilize TP as a as a backup necessarily. I don't think it's I don't think there's a one RB one and an RB two. I think they're both starting caliber running backs, and I think they're playing them both very well. Yeah, I'd like to say like, sorry, Ad. I was gonna say I, I, just what you're saying. I think they're I like the, what we got going on with them. I think we absolutely need him. I was going uh, earlier on in the in the TikTok chat. I was just saying that we're we're big fans of Zeke. Pollard can't block like Zeke. We still need him out for those types of plays and just give him the tough yardage and have Pollard get a little bit more reps. I think the problem when you, with what we see now is that neither back gets the flow. Like they, they can't, can't get into that rhythm. They don't get that kind of the, uh, the touch, uh, the touch and feel of it. So uh, if I was to look, I would say give Zeke those tough yards, uh, but give him a couple more reps less than Pollard and have Pollard be a, a little bit more, of our of our true RB one, I guess you could say. I want to see both of them dance. Yeah. Look, that's not a bad point though. Getting a player into rhythm. I mean, that TP did not have an exceptional amount of rushing yards. I'm just looking here. He had 14 carries. He just went off on a whole bunch of rushing. That's what yards. I mean. There's no reason that Tony Pollard can't do exactly what he did last week with in, Zeke in the lineup. There's yeah. games Tony Pollard's going to get 14 carries with Zeke in, and there's going to be games against the Eagles, for example. Tony Pollard shut down and Zeke did well. It's gonna it's it's a tit for tat thing. The NFL is no by no means a one running back league now. You need two good running backs, and we have two very good running backs. There's maybe the Browns that are ahead of us with Kareem Hunt and uh Chubb. But besides those guys, I would say we're top three in running back tandems, and you need a very, very good running back tandem. 
What do you think about Prescott's impact on the ground? He uh, ran for five uh, rushes, 34 yards, 6.8 average. Let's just round up to seven. Because that's what we do here. That's what we do. And that's a tutty, well. baby. That's what we do. And a dirty, so before, stinky tutty. <laughs> before Dak's gruesome ankle injury that made us all want to barf in our beer, yep. he was such a dual threat. Like, you wouldn't really call him a dual threat quarterback because he was still a, a thrower. But he was so good on the ground and he was so good in the red zone that it's nice to see them in the red zone going for touchdowns. Hey, Tay Tay. I would like, I, I'm glad crack to see him. him. Got him. Crack him, you got him, son. I'm glad to see that they're incorporating that back in their game plan. Yeah. Compared you, to before where they were scared that he might re injure his ankle. I like the utilization in the red zone because red zone is a, is a, is a, a pressure zone, right? There's a cap on how deep you can go. So the defense can play kind of softer in that and, and take away uh, the pass a lot easier. So having Dak, do his little weird shuffle foot run that he does <laughs> his little fucking fast forward run fast forward walk run that he does into the end zone <laughs> it, it doesn't ants look like he's playing he's a he's a cutout of dax head right now yeah, no, yeah no, come no, no. closer to the screen no, come closer to the screen come close come closer because oh yeah i see what you're saying <laughs> Anyways, there he is. <laughs> yeah, touchdown! Hey, it's a bobblehead. Dak Prescott here on the CanFan Podcast. So, yeah, of course, a mobile quarterback, that's going to be a, a nice, deadly addition. And uh, God help us that we don't see that fucking ankle twist again. Um, I'm just, Unless it happens to an eagle. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, what's our next one up here? Dak, the run. Sorry, as you're scrolling down, I just wanted to say in the chat we are big fans of dono wilson we we said we were talking about it earlier but yeah we love dono wilson okay <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey. Well, <laughs> i love ant's head uh, okay it's that it's that <laughs> how do you do that is that a fucking thing <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> hey audio listeners you're only gonna get what we're laughing at here. I'm stretching my neck, bro. <laughs> on the uh, YouTube and TikTok. He's a Bengal. Live stream. Boy. Well, you can get it on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I'll get back out of this. After, after the do, fact. Baby, but live fun's do. more fun. Yeah. You can come in here. We're out here having life. a great fun. Big head ant. <laughs> fucking big head. Okay. Fat head. You know when you watch the NFL and then all of a sudden it'd be like, yeah, get the NFL fat head. And you see like uh, <laughs> yeah. Chad Johnson or Ocho Senko on the wall. And you're like, oh, I would totally love to get one of those fat heads. This is truly a fathead. So number five, the clone zone. I like I like this number. Number five is the tight end room is one of the deepest in the leagues. It is Schultz's Schultzy and his rooks. That's a, clone zone or Schultz and the rooks because they all look alike. Schultz they're definitely doppelgangers <laughs> of each other. Yeah. Schultz calls them Schultz's angels. Schultz's angels. <laughs> Let's go, Angels. Hey, guys, let's all dress up and, and we'll be one another this Halloween. He doesn't Schultz talk to them. Me. He just snaps at them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, boys. Hey, you. And hey, you get a touchdown, then you hog tie me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you get the touchdown and then you hog tie me. Like, find me and, and, and hog tie me. Oh, people are going to love it. It's going to go viral. Like, Schultz, next time, next time one of them scores, he's like, okay, we're going to try reverse cowgirl. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know that stretch where it's like you lay on your back and you put your feet and then you like put them up in the air? Do that to me. Chelsea, what are you talking about? Dear Lord, I 
Um, but yes, I, I agree with it though. We can't I think say we no. are deepest tight end tight end room in the league by. I yeah. mean, we got three guys that could step in and <laughs> and carry the load. Hey, do you know much about their Schulte, blocking? Chelsea's in the Henders. Uh, they're the chat's going off about it. Uh, about our did y'all see the tight the te te brothers on the sidelines? And then an amazing stat for you about tight ends. I think Dallas is a hundred percent in red zone this year with our tight ends. Wow, nice. I can't even begin to go look that I up, mean, so I'm going to take We'll it. just agree with it because that's that's a stat right hey, there. We love give, that folklore, give me right? 80%. Fucking 70, yeah. Give me 75%. No, I'm just saying yeah. like the 80% is great in the red yeah. zone. Amazing. 60% of the time it works. Adam, on the screen you have us reversed. We should be... I know, I hate it. Oh. I just did it because we both kind of looked a certain way. So. Oh, what? Yeah. I, I, I usually have us like this. It, it yeah. looks like what you. It looks like you guys are looking at a different podcast. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. Oh wait, here I'll move us. This is on the. Floor. Oh, add switching. Um, no, because is. usually I'm. Oh yeah, I guess so. I'm, the uh, only thing you could ask more for is another like Schultz. Believe it or not, he's a top twelve. Uh, top tight five, end. I'd say. Even top AJ. five, sure. I'm being. I would say. I'd say he's top five. Well, not on my fantasy numbers. He has well, been top he, five this year so far. He's going to end. He's going to hurt. He'll, he'll end up top five. But he's not going to eat my lunch, though. You're not going to get two. Of the, the, there's not a lot of those in the league, right? So no, to, to have totally. two, two guys show up who can catch. And what I was going to say is I don't watch their blocking. Do you Do you know? If Henderson and Fergie? Yeah. Have you paid attention to their blocking? Is it quality? Schultz actually last Schultz game blocked very them. well. No, Schultz actually blocked yeah. very well last game. And how about and the uh, clone zone? The clone zone has been decent, too, but... The, I, I noticed actually when they're doing running plays, they're still going to Schultz's side. And I think maybe for a dude that obviously blocks people on social media, he obviously hears what people are saying. <laughs> so maybe he actually worked on his blocking because he hasn't been that bad this year in blocking, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not only blocking people on social media is what you wanted to say. <laughs> well, remember, Schultz is uh, only and 25 years old. You what know? are the five fundamentals, boys? Oh, the five fundamentals. Perseverance. Perseverance. Integrity. Integrity. Loyalty. Strength. Strength, strength, love, love. Yeah, nailed it. For those of you who are new to this, uh, we said a couple comments one episode, and Schultz, Schultzy ended up blocking us on um, Twitter, on Twitter and Instagram. It was and when Instagram. it was when he was in his trying to play coy with his little contract dispute. Yeah, with us, and we said, yeah, and I just, that. I just privately messaged him myself naked with "You're a bitch" written across <laughs> my chest. <laughs> So what's number six? And I got blocked. Super weird. Number six. Number six. Number six is the defense, defense still can cannot struggle. Still. Are you okay? Let me read this. The I, was trying, I, was trying to, I was trying to say struggle it against the, the run. <laughs> no, I wanted us to say it at the same time, but I think he thought I was trying to cut him off, which I was not. No, I would. I agree with this completely. The defense has struggled against the run. Granted, the Bears are the top running offense in the NFL. Alleg we did allegedly. give up two hundred. Allegedly, we did give up 240 yards against them, and uh, at some point, we need to figure out to to stop the run. 240 yards against, but you got to include that, you know, good or bad, they had 131 passing yards, so they only had yeah. 370 total yards, of which is pretty good. Offense. Yes, which to, yeah, total like total defense allowed 370 yards isn't terrible, and you're gonna pick your poison, right? We said. I mean, I would have liked to see them obviously hold the Bears to less than 240 yards, but the Bears obviously have a format that works. They have a formula. They have a offensive game plan. 
that works. They're first in the NFL. They're going to get yards. At the end of the day, they scored 29 points. We still held their their passing offense. You can't be mad about it. I don't want to see going forward it being a bigger issue. That's why Boots is saying that. Boots says, which is why Jerry is getting suh in brackets. Sue. Adam. <laughs> hey, if I told you. This, which is why Jerry is getting suh in brackets. Sue. Is what he said. <laughs> in brackets. Sue. So if, guess what? If I if I uh, told you if I told you the Cowboys had 180 rushing yards and 190 passing yards, would you be happier with that? I, I I'm just. Do you want me to play into your game? You yeah. little no you no. Little I'm, I, it's a, it's a, I I'm just, I'm just it's happy. An honest question. Okay, so for me, I I don't give. I honestly, to me, give up 500 rushing yards. I don't care as long as we right. beat the team. People you, put a, a lot into stats. Every time you play a team, anything could happen. It doesn't matter if they're a bad team. It doesn't matter. Like I honestly, at the end of the day, I don't really care. And I know this sounds very, um, I don't know. It seems like a stupid answer, but I don't really give a shit about stats as long as we win. It's nice to see patterns and to try to put stuff together. But each game's its own entity in the NFL, right? Yeah. And and they were on a roll, scoring points. So they were good. The Bears are good. The Bears have a very good offensive. The, rushing the, attack. The reason I picked that 60 yards, though, was that's how much Fields ran for. So let's say we, we play a team where the quarterback's not going to run, but he throws a little bit more. Would 180 yards rushing and, and uh, I mean, it still is bad. Yeah, either way, I think. Like, it's a lot of rushing yards. If we can keep, if we can keep a team, you don't want to see a team go for more than 200 on you. Yeah. So the, yeah. the Bears did go two for 240 with, obviously, Fields as a, a, a kind of a dual threat quarterback. You don't really want to see a team go for more than 200 on you. I'll leave it at that really, but we still beat them by, we still beat them by 20 yeah, points. As you, as you guys are going through it, chat saying a win is a win. Boot says the only stat that matters is W's and L's. I mean, I guess we're, I mean, obviously we're looking at this. How do we shore up our, uh, our shortcomings? Uh, well, yeah, because when you get did into you just do a peekaboo and you just disappeared. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woo, he's keep, going, keep your he's hands gone. forward and lean back. I'll lean, yeah, there you go. Uh, oh, ain't that funny? Ain't, oh, ain't that pretty? He's doing it good. Is there uh, a number the, the, There's the a thing, seventh thing, too? No. The thing that makes me nervous is in playoffs when we eventually play a team that has a, a great passing and a great running defense, you have to be able to stop the run to force them to pass. Obviously, we were lucky with the Bears because they don't have a very efficient passing game, but you're going to run into a team that eventually has good both right like the eagles yeah. are showing that they have a good running game and a good passing game well, eventually you're gonna have to be able to shut down both to want to make it to the super bowl wilson santiago says with this run defense don't expect to go far in the playoffs yeah playoffs. kind of what i was just saying i mean i don't know i it's uh, playoffs <laughs> nice finally um hey just a quick one it's hard to get off sometimes finally. Uh, the yeah the run fence is the weak part of the the defense that's no doubt the about team it. i'd say right now probably yeah of the team sure no doubt about it um will it be a problem i don't know i think there's a lot of disruption and and you know what will change that for most teams is now having an offense that can score on the first two downs get up by two scores uh, or up by 10 points. And uh, now, 
the other team's defense has to play a little bit more risky. They're going to be throwing it more, and that's where we can excel. So yep. the, 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 the ability to score early is a big it, – it, it really sets the tone and that sets was a the nice, pace. Yeah, that was a nice – it was nice to not see them go three and out right off the bat yeah. all the time. Um, here's actually, or have a couple good good plays and get to third and three, and then just fucking. He, he, here's here's a good question from uh, Mr. Cooper Gazelle from TikTok. Out of all the top teams, who has an unstoppable runner? So we're talking about the run defense is not great, but out of all the teams, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, unstoppable. I think Nick Chubb's the best running back in the NFL right now. Derrick Henry's also very, very, very good. Yeah, but just watching Nick Chubb, that uh, I anytime I watch the guy, it's just. He's always churning out positive yards. Crack him if you got him, son. Yeah, Chubb. Uh, to me, Nick Chubb. Yeah. To me, Nick Chubb. Chubb. And maybe TP20. <laughs> okay. Chubb is damn good, dude. Okay. Chubb is damn good. Uh, I wonder uh, how big is Chubb is. Uh, <laughs> more than average. Boot says, Jerry, when asked why he didn't make another trade before the deadline, Jerry said, I'm stretching my neck, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kilo says it's cardio time. Make him dance because he he said that Anth needs some more positive energy in here. I can't hear it. Well, that was a short one. I I just assumed by you guys dancing that I had to go. Oh, and you didn't hear me say the stretching my neck, bro. Uh, but I saw I read it and okay. I kind of I I, I kind of I felt the room pick up a little bit there though. Okay, and then so Mr. Cooper Gazelle says Chubb and Henry, yes, but will we see them in the playoffs, aka Super Bowl? Titans so, probably. Okay, Titans so, you'll see in the playoffs. Bear or Browns definitely not. So who who on our games coming up do we do we see that we're going to struggle? You with know who's sorry. Defense? You know who is going to be a problem in the playoffs when we do see them inevitably is going to be those San Francisco 49ers with yeah, CMC. Yeah, CMC. Yeah, CMC, yeah, good call. Baby. CMC yep. had a very good game. Not even so CMC last week he he had a rushing touchdown, a pass or a receiving touchdown and a passing touchdown. Yeah. Last time it was done but was by Ladanian Tomlinson I think in like 2005. Uh, and all I heard was uh Booby Miles's uncle being like he can run, he can spin and he <laughs> and can he even can throw. throw the touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> so before we sign off here, I just want to quickly look at three games. I want to see who the Giants, the Commanders, and the Eagles are all playing. The Eagles actually play tomorrow night, I think. Eagles have... Their next five games are fucking chump change. I'm pretty sure the Eagles play tomorrow night on Thursday Night Football, and you know I will be watching that Oh, yeah. Maybe it'll be the first non-snooze fest game. Actually, last Thursday night it wasn't terrible. You shut your mouth, Anthony. I'm sorry. Do the Giants have a bye, too? Yeah, the Giants do have a bye, you're right. So it's just the Eagles and the, and the, the commies. You gonna go Eagles schedule twenty twenty two? So we got the other Texas team playing against the Eagles tomorrow night. I forgot there was another Texas team. Now I'm reminding you. Yeah, Eagles and Texans, and then the Eagles versus the Commanders. Oh fuck! On Monday night, that's Monday night. So back to back primetime games. But what do we got? Okay, so the e- so it's Eagles and Commies this this week are playing. So the Eagles are tomorrow night, and then we're gonna be streaming actually the Commies versus the Vikings. Commies on Vikings Sunday ten a.m. Yeah. We need so we're Vikings fans and Houston fans. Yeah. Hey, um, we also have to do power rankings. Okay. Yeah. Let's 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 skirt to that and some, we'll sign off. Some powers. Let's do the power rankings on NFL.com and then we'll <laughs> we'll sign out. 
Anyone in chat who has a uh, a guess for the rankings, go ahead if and throw you, it in. What so, were we last week? We were four, weren't we? And for those of you who are new yeah, to the po- new to this pod and this live streaming, we never look at the rankings until we're live here. So if we were four last week, I honestly think we'll probably be. I think we probably dropped. I think we're going to be five. I'm going five. I'm going to go. I'm going to say four. You're saying we dropped from last week? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Just to. I, I don't think we're going above four. No, I think we're. I, I, I think we're staying. So you're going four and four? Yeah. Four, four, and I'm saying There's, five. Well, we right. can't double down. Well, we're not We're not going to. I mean, we amp- can't double down on the same number. Well, let's just say this. We're not you better can- than the Bills. We're not better than the, the Eagles. The Eagles, and we're not better than the Chiefs KC are, Chiefs. Chiefs are going to put a. So maybe four. So four is probably actually. That's what I said. And you I said walked, four, but I can't double down. No, you can't double down on my four. And said five, so what I'm fucking saying. Fine, you have we're to three. Say six, hey, three we're or six. Hey, guess what? Fuck you guys. We're three. three. Or six? This is, hey, this is Price is right, we're bro. Three. We're We've always hope, played I, Price I is right. I hope Ab hits three. We're third, baby. Okay, here we we're go. We're third. Three, one, third. Green Bay Packers. No, just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> is it going to be the Eagles first? I hope not. It's got to be, though, right? They're seven and nine. Bills! Bills! The Bills! I thought the Eagles were going to take the top spot because they're seven and zero. Bills in the number one spot. The Eagles are in number two at seven and zero. And the Dallas. Wait, AJ, did you or Ad? Did you say three? Yeah, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, we're we're going to be Chiefs. Here we go. Number number three, Kansas Chiefs. Number four, the Dallas Cowboys. Ding 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 ding. The the Prescotts. We all knew we were going to be four. Yeah, I just didn't. I, did, I didn't want to go with four again, but follow wow. closely. What were we three weeks ago? Twenty like two. <laughs> yeah, Dallas Cowboys are. It's done. I think we were between like fifteen, eighteen for sure. Yeah, we were definitely out of out of like the top. Yeah, yeah. fifteen. Yeah. I, I would. I would. Ra- I would rather not. Here's what I want. I would rather not be anything. I wouldn't. Ra- I wouldn't want to be in the first spot right now. I want us to. I want us to obviously continue to battle and win over the next uh, few weeks, but I definitely want an early Christmas present and I want us to serve up that fucking Eagle loss. I have that Christmas circled, Eve. man, December 24th. I'm like, so I'm like, you're going to watch that's the like game? Christmas. <laughs> yeah, That's Christmas. You it's on, I think a sat it's on a Saturday. No, Hey, no, it's Friday. Yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah, is, Friday. It is. is it? Is it no, not? Christmas is on a Sunday. Oh, sweet. Hey sweet. guys, so it's on a Saturday. We're playing. We're playing the Eagles on a Saturday, December twenty fourth. I cannot wait for that game. Yeah, neither. Oh yes, and guys, guess what? Santa might be showing up for that show. Oh yeah, sure. Oh yeah, we should all dress as Santa. All right, done deal. Way to spoil spoil the surprise. uh, So what? We're gonna be live streaming. That is that where we're going with the Vikings? Vikes, Eagles. Yeah, no Vikings commanders. Vikings commanders. 10, 10, 10, 10, <laughs> Vikings. 10, Eagles. We're gonna do the ten a.m. games. I'll be I'll be present for the morning games, and then if you guys want to keep rolling, you can. I'll be uh, well, maybe AJ and I will. I'll be uh, I'll be heading off to see Dallas uh, Cowboys super fan and uh, uh, Dallas uh, native uh, post post, post Malone, Malone that night up Where? here in Canada. Where in Van? Yep. Nice. We're gonna so, be all right. Fucking. So I'm gonna call. And, and I'm, I'm gonna, gonna call. And I'm gonna be sporting the Cowboys. It's and gonna I, be I can a imagine he's gonna be like. Any Cowboys fans out there? Are you Ooh. actually sporting the Cowboys? Yeah, of course. What do you mean? Wear? I'll either wear Parsons or, or Prescott. You gotta wear. You gotta wear Parsons. Yeah. 
Hey, came well, for the bandwagon boys over there. Oh, well, look at that. He wherever just, you guys, I can't believe us. you guys aren't in the stadium with me. Like, how did I sneak <laughs> in without you guys? <laughs> for the bandwagon boys over there and your host, Anthbest, over here, we will be rolling live for the 10 a.m. games this Sunday. Yeah, the Cowboys aren't around, but we will be. We'll see you guys then. Bitches. Peace. Peace. Welcome to another round of Boardroom or Miro Board. Today we talk retrospectives with Agile Coach Maria. Let's go. First question. You've spent two hours in a team retro, but the only input you've heard is Dave's. Boardroom or Miro Board? Boardroom. In Miro, Dave can't hog the space because everyone can add thoughts anonymously, online, at the same time. Correct. Next. You need the team to act on feedback fast, so you turn all those retro notes into Jira tasks instantly. Miro all the way. And I can assign those tasks to teammates. You're nailing this. Now, you see hundreds of sticky notes from the retro. A real mess. But you organize them into five themes in just seconds. Miro, I basically get back an entire hour when I use its AI tools for clustering. And she's done it. Join over 60 million people running actually enjoyable and actionable retros in Miro. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com.